back to JC's Creek. My name is Emily and today we are doing season 4, episode 4, Future Tense. And this is about where Joey finds out that she is top 3 or 4 and she goes to a party and she gets drunk. So that's the moral of the story. And those came out on November 1st, 2000, and fun fact, that was actually four years before my brother was born. If you have not already, make sure to follow my Instagram, that's Twitter and Potter, my TikTok, that's Pacey and Joey, and make sure to subscribe, like, and comment on Jace's Creek Podcast, and you will catch every single episode, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and that's when new episodes come out, and where we talk about Pacey and Joey as a couple, and so without further ado let's get into this episode so first scene that we have is scene one of Pacey and Joey and they're in Joey's bedroom and Pacey and Joey are doing their homework while Pacey is sitting in a chair and Joey is at her desk and Pacey goes I'm bored and Joey says good and Pacey says good Hmm, I thought you were supposed to be concerned in the light of my tragedy. Which, I'm like, Pacey, that's a low blow. <laughs> that is a low blow, my friend. You made your girlfriend really concerned. And that's why she's probably making you do homework. Not the fact that she just wants to torture you. <laughs> it's like when your parents tell you to do homework and say you don't do it. But then they're like, um, if you don't do this, you're going to get, like, evaporate. And that's kind of how Joey and Pacey's relationship is right now, which is kind of funny to me. And Joey says, Pacey, it's personally because of your recent tragedy, you suffered that you could use a little boredom. Now keep reading. And Pacey says, I'm serious here, Joe. What's the point in reading a book about the future when the future in the book is already the past? And Joey says, everyone's future eventually becomes the past, Pacey. And Pacey says, yeah, but 1984? Big wolf. It happened. It's over. It's no big deal. Which, me too, Pacey. Me too, I felt that. <laughs> and Joey goes, and how do you know that? You were in diapers at the time. And Pacey says, VHH1 behind the music, thank you very much. And the point is... Is these people in the 50s, they spent their whole lives worrying about what the whole future is going to look like. And it gets here and turns out it's going to be okay, except for the whole boy George thing. But who could predict that, huh? What's the stuff? And it's like, oh, he was asking, like, what's the stuff? Because he, she found, he found, like, a whole, like, thing of envelopes and... Joey says, oh, it's nothing. It's just junk mail. And Pacey says, junk mail. And Joey says, it's college mail that came over the summer. And Pacey says, you get junk mail from Princeton University. And Joey says, it doesn't mean anything. It comes from everywhere. I mean, like, for instance, like, I'm going to the state Olaf College. Or uh, University of Hawaii. Or, or Venice University. Where is that? It's, like, in Brazil or something. And Pacey says, but you are going somewhere. And Joey says, well, not right this second. I mean, it's an early, it's early yet. I mean, it's early yet anyway. It feels early, but September goes into May so fast. And you're like, crap, I still need to apply to college. <laughs> like, I'm just going to be honest here. And she says, I mean, you know, maybe I'll just, 
Maybe I'll just go to one of those fictional colleges, you know? Like one of those lame high school TV shows that go off for a while and then it just in time to save the France and all of a sudden it turns that there's a major world class college that's right around the corner where the principal characters are accepted. Oh, also at this point, they're like, Joey is sitting in Pacey's lap and Pacey's staring up at her and Joey says, just to be safe, we should probably start the application process. And she kisses him, which I always thought was really cute. And then I think this scene kind of comes upon like Pacey knows that he is going to be that Cape Side person. Like they were talking about in episode two, I believe, where P Pacey was like, I'm a townie. I'm always going to be a townie. And Joey's like, well, you're not to me. Like you are not a townie. And Pacey does not believe her whatsoever. And in this episode where he sees her like getting college applications and all those different kind of stuff, like it makes him nervous, but not up until the point where he's like freaking out about it. She's the one that's freaking out about it personally. And I feel like in her head, it's this big like ordeal about everything that's gonna happen. and. She kind of reminds him that he, that she's not going anywhere because she knows that he's probably going to freak out about that eventually. So then we have the scene where call, like Joey is in the college and Bioshare and there's like a, mo a montage of all these different kind of like everyone's like in the office and so with this advisor and so the advisor says to make fresh today you want to go to college and Jack says well I didn't tell how many little forms I'm going to fill out but I I I intend to start I I do and it's been a little busy with football I know it's not going to help me at college but I started this thing and I don't want to quit until it's done and then Andy that's her part of the montage and she says I'm really glad I did the action early oh and it's just that gigantic weight has been, and then Joey says, placed firmly around my neck. I mean, it's a big deal, and it's not like I can afford to apply to a zillion places. And Dawson says, everything just assumes I'm, everyone's just assumes I'm going to film school. And the advisor says, you're not. And Dawson says, well, I'm rolling, I'm not rolling anything out. I mean, maybe I will, maybe I won't. And Basie says, this is his part of the scene, at the altitude test says I'm well suited for well suited for a career in the law enforcement, it's obviously in serious needing of re retooling. You have, you have talked to my brother, have you? And Jack says, haha, she said, what? And the advisor says, your sister tells you you're quite not as far as the application process as you have been. And Jack says, do you know my sister? And Andy says, are you saying there's nothing I can do at this point? I mean, couldn't we call or something? And then Pacey says, how can anyone be sure where they want to spend the next four years of their life? And I'm so sick and tired of admitting if everyone answering these lame questions. Like, where do I see myself in five years? Just wish me luck, lady. I'll probably still be here. <laughs> Pacey. And Joey, meanwhile, is like, I'm actually the first person in my family to even apply to college. And the advisor says, that could work to your advantage. Elite schools are generally looking for people in diverse backgrounds, and you're at the top of your class. And Joey says, the top, top, and advisor says, number four, and the board score says, the board scores are phenomenal. I think that you could be practical in anywhere in the, anywhere in the country, and Joey says, 
and this is where the butt comes in. And the writer says, while the Ivy's Georgetown deck stands hers, I mean, those schools attack the meaner amount of people, and hardly anyone gets in for a free ride. So if you if you're telling me I set my size too high, it's a crap shot. Now, I do think you're smart and talented enough to be in. Yes, I do. Do I think you can prepare yourself for the most possibility you might want one of these people? That can hurt. So, I do have to say this. I haven't been to college yet, and I don't plan on going like in a big college or anything. My plan is to get like a certificate and go from there. But I do feel like people hype college up so much, like all these big universities and all this other kind of stuff. Like, if you wanted to be a doctor, that would make sense. Like, go get your education from a great, great, great school. But I feel like nowadays they don't hype it up as much as they did in the 90s or early 2000s or the 80s or 70s or whatever. Like, I feel like nowadays it's like, okay, like, if you want to do whatever you want to do, go do whatever you want to do. And I feel like that's how much it has changed in, like, 22 years since this. So then we have scene one of Joey, where she is outside the Potter B&B, and Bessie is on a bench when Joey comes up and joins her, and Joey says, Can I get, ask you a question? What does it mean when you dream that your teeth are slowly resolving back in your head, and the world's leading its specters are point powerless to stop it? And Bessie says, It means you should, shouldn't stay out <laughs> up all night stressing about college. You get in those places, great. They give you tons of financial aid, and everything will be perfect. And Joey says, yeah, that's what I thought too until yesterday. And Bessie said, what happened yesterday? And Joey says, I had a meeting with a new college advisor. And Bessie says, so? And Joey says, I'm fourth. And Joey says, I'm fourth. And Bessie says, fourth, fourth, fourth in your class? And she gasps, and she goes, Joey, that's amazing. And Joey says, yeah, it's amazing, but... Bessie, all those places that I thought I wanted to apply to, they're looking for people who are fourth. And you know, concert about like violence is, or they win in the Western Science Prize or legends like Andy. I mean, maybe I couldn't even bother. Maybe I probably been wasting my time with the application fees. And Bessie says, your Venus attitude has got to go. What has Pacey said? She goes, Pacey. Bailey gonna graduate. I can't cry on his shoulder about the tragic of the expert activities. If I tell Pacey how stressed out I am, he's gonna think that I'm pathetic, whiny, crybaby, you know? Bessie says, look, look, going to these schools open up the opportunity you dreamed about, right? And Joey says, right. And Bessie says, so your dreams are your dreams, Joey. You can't apologize to him. Just talk to him. You're gonna find out these are his dreams, too. I love that statement because it is it's like fully true like once he gets past what he, she's trying to say later in the episode we'll see what what it comes back to so then we have scene three of Pacey and Joey where Joey is talking to Pacey and Joey says if I tell you what's bothering me will you promise not to laugh at me or tell me I'm insane or insist that I should get over myself and Pacey says I think I could probably do that yeah and Joey says, shies, and she says, I found out yesterday I'm fourth. My class rank, I'm fourth. And Pacey laughs and goes, that's your problem? That's a problem? If anything, that's a reason to quit studying. And Joey says, I don't even know why I'm bothered. I knew you wouldn't understand. And Pacey says, okay, I'm sorry, that was bad. Can we try this again? Yeah. 
but this time you gotta cut off this stuff about being number four because I know that can't possibly be the reason why you're so bothered. And Joey says, well, no, it's just I always thought that I did well in school, that these doors were open for me, you know? And maybe uh, be naive, maybe I'll set these goals really, I mean, realistic. And you know, certain people get into certain places because of who their parents are and she realized that Pacey's not listening. She's like, you're not even listening. And Pacey goes, uh, no, I was listening. Look, we, he goes, look, we just can't all have problems, you know? You're sitting here as a girl with the brightest features on the planet talking to a guy who's not gonna get into school where he can't even get his own tools. And that's when Joey says, put on your shoes, let's go out. And Pacey says, out? We can't go out. And Joey says, yeah. And Pacey goes, you know, just when starts, <laughs> just when the conversation starts to get emotionally complex, you go, who's the guy in this relationship? And Joey says, you are. And as a guy, you have a choice. You can either stay here and prove how sensitive you aren't, or you can go to Jen's unbirthday un party. And Pacey says, right, I'll get my shoes. Which, I like how Pacey's like, he knows that she wants to talk, but like, Joey knows that like, he's not gonna listen to her at the moment because he, you know, like he's like, um, that's your problem? Like, that's the thing that you're stressed about? Because I wish I had a problem with that right now. And Joey was kind of right. Like, Joey was right where she said, I can't talk to Pacey about these problems. But Bessie was also right where she was saying of, I'm going to quote her on this, where she says, you can't apologize for them, just talk to them. You'll probably find out these are his dreams too. And then, like, he goes right over here and she's like, he even says, like, you're the girl as which he says she's a girl, which he never says girl. I think this is the first time I ever heard him say that. And he goes, with the brightest features on the planet, talking to a guy who's not gonna get in any school where he has his own tools. Which I feel like this kind of compares how Pacey and Joey are and what makes them them. So then we have scene four of Pacey and Joey, where it cuts to a bunch a punch bowl and Drew is serving when Joey and Pacey come up to him and Pacey says, it's exciting. Can't get enough, Drew. And Drew says, Blitter, I knew you couldn't resist a party. I see you brought the prime ripper. Which I'm like, when did Drew and Pacey meet? <laughs> and Drew, Joey says, we can't, we came for your unmoral soul. That is if you got one, actually. Actually, I could, I just like a drink. And Drew says, hmm, here's one for you and for you. And Pacey says, thanks. And as Joey is about to get his drink, she goes, oh, no, no, no. I don't think so. It's a proven fact that you, madame, cannot hold your alcohol. Which kind of goes back to season, um, I think it was season one episode. I don't know what episode it was. Where Joey gets completely drunk and Pacey has to punch that guy. That's what he's talking about. And Joey says, so let me get this straight. You can drink at parties and I can't. And Pacey says, yes. Because as you rightfully so pointed out, I am the guy. And I am going to get in trouble for being a guy. I think at least you should get an action like once in a while. You know, with your average permission and approval. And, of course, I wouldn't, you know, do it without asking first. And Joey says, that's fine. 
and my face is it. That's fine. And Joey says, yeah, we'll go with you guys tonight. Cheers. And I, I just, I love Joey when she says that. She's like, that's fine. We'll go with you guys tonight because you can't tell me what to do. And I just, it just goes a long way. That is just Joey's personality right there. And it's so funny to me. Then we have the next scene, which is scene two of Joey. And Joey is just automatically drunk. Like, she is a lightweight. We know that. And drunk Joey is the best Joey. And Dawson comes over and sits next to her, and they're talking to each other. And Dawson says, so number four with the bullet, huh? And Pacey says, how do you know about Dawson? And Dawson says, Kenny, Ron, and friends have already established a better, a beating bull. And Joey sighs and says, kind of pathetic, isn't it? I mean, 12 years of being a total control freak about school, basically giving an arm of tunning sales and building apartments and wood bridges for an extra credit. And where does it go? Get, that get me fourth. And Dawson says, Joey, fourth is amazing. I mean, the race isn't over yet. That's what you're doing tonight. Celebrate. And Joey laughs and says, yeah, the future. Bee. And Dawson says, Joey, everything's going to work out exactly the way you want it. Between your grades and your SAT scores, you can get anywhere. And Joey says, not, not everything. Not, not you too. Dawson, I mean, can't two people sit and make small talk without the subject of college coming up? I mean, isn't that possible? I mean, what's next? Are you going to talk to me where I see myself in five years? And Dawson says, I don't have to. Aren't you the same girl who wanted to be an architect or an oceanographic? And Joey laughs and says, yeah. Dawson, do you have any idea how much artists make? And besides, I was just saying that to get your goat. I mean, your buttons are so easy to push. Well, we're easy to set. We're so easy. And Dawson takes her seriously. I'm like, Dawson, she's drunk right now. <laughs> Don't take her seriously. But that's why I love drunk Joey, because she would never say anything like that. And Dawson says, so you have never had any desire to do great and heroic, heroic things with your life. See faraway places, uncover lost civilities. When it comes down right to it, you just want to be happy hanging on Cape Side. And Joey says, I didn't say that. Don't put words into my mouth. Which is true. Like, he's putting words into her mouth. He always says that. And Dawson says, I'm trying to figure out why someone who wanted to rehab the benefits of something she worked her entire life, she's trying to down, drown herself in some proof 80 fruit punch. And Joey says, look, Dawson, don't do this. And Dawson says, okay, cheers. And <laughs> he... She walks away and she just gives him like those weird looks throughout this whole scene and it's really funny to me. But it kind of goes back to Dawson knows her as little Joey and he doesn't know like the full extent. Well, Pacey knows her now. Dawson has never known her hopes and her dreams as a person right now because he never really asked. And it's kind of like earlier when Dawson was like, everyone assumes I'm going to film school. Like, yeah, everyone assumes you're going to film school because you talk about films all the time. Like, of course you're going to film school. And right now, like, instead of, like, putting it in her, he kind of, like, starts to argue with her what she wants to do with her life. And it would make sense, but I think at the time, like, you're 17, 18, like, life is hard as it is. And it's like you can't expect 
someone to really want to be the person that they want to be if life is so hard like you don't really know what you're going to do like i heard so many people saying that they're going to go to this big expensive school and they're going to get a four-year degree and i'm like oh what are you getting a degree and they're like i don't know and i'm like huh <laughs> why why don't you know where you're going to go like what is happening here and it's like everyone just assumes that when you go off to college or anything like that it's going to be the easiest thing when really it just gets a little bit harder i assume and when you're a senior in high school everything is so exciting with the application process and all this other kind of stuff and you want to see which college you get into and everything's so stressful because you're paying like 30 grand for this one college or more than that like you get a scholarship and all this different kind of stuff and that's how like Joey is right now like she's like so frustrated on everything that's happening and she knows that like everything that is happening could just be a full ride of a scholarship but she doesn't get a full ride like I feel like she would like work and like put some money in the bank or something like I don't really know like you would think her and Bessie would like figure out something so then we have scene one of Pacey where it cuts to Drew sitting at a table getting ready to play some cards when Pacey comes up walking up and looking for Joey and Drew says okay well, that looks good poker time gentlemen who's playing hey whatever how about you you up for a little card game where you have to ask permission from your old ball and chain and Pacey says I'll be happy to find the old ball and chain right now and Drew says, uh, I think I just saw her doc talking to Dawson. Oh wait, no, that's wrong. She took a walk with a birthday curl, which is why you should stay here and play cards with us. So what do you say? Five draws, you in or out? And Pacey says, well, it's your money. So then we have scene three of Joey, where meanwhile, Drew was right. And she was on a walk with Joe, like Jen and Joey are on a walk right now. And they're walking and it comes to stop at the end and Jen says, Alright, Joey, I think our walk far enough. Now what did you need to tell me? Is here good? And Joey says, Yes, here's good. Good because well I I would like to make a toast of all the love and happiness in the world to my friend Jim Lonely on her birthday. And Jen says well, thank you very much, Joey, but uh, you do know it's not really my birthday. And Joey says, that's right. And she laughs and she says, I mean, we're not really friends. <laughs> and the both of those were really laughing. And she goes, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I love that part. <laughs> like, she goes, I mean, we're not really friends. I'm like, she's like, drunk mind, sober thoughts. <laughs> And she goes, let's not develop on and okay, so Jen says, you know what, Joey, let's not develop oh, okay, that's when she goes, we and Joey says, we are, I think. Do you think we are? Because I can't really even pinpoint exactly when we became friends. And Jen says, you know what, Joey, let's not book the vibe into too much. Cause we'll start remember why we're supposed to hate each other. And Joey goes, I don't hate you. And she and that's when Jen kind of like pulls Joey into her and she goes, Joey goes, I love you. And Jen laughs and she goes, I know. And Joey says, I do. And Jen goes, no, Joey, no, everyone, you love everyone tonight. And she goes, Joey, let me ask you something. And uh, Joey goes, hmm. And she goes, do you have that 
Do you think you can summon up enough brain powers to answer this little question? And Joey says, is it about our future? And Jen says, no, no, it's purely about the present. And Joey says, shoot. And Jen says, do you happen to know where Drew lives? And Joey says, ding, ding, ding. I know the answer to that one. Drew lives in an apartment at the yacht with his mother. And Jen says, okay. And what about his father? And Joey says, Tim's New Mexico, I think. I guess he just ran off with the new age trippy. Nice, huh? Left him high and dry. So, then we have the next scene, which is scene four of Drunk Joey. And Joey and Jen are, like, sitting there, like, the last part. And Andy comes up to join him, and Andy says, Oh, there you guys are. I've been looking all over for you. And Joey says, Well, it's up here. Because if you look a little tear, you would have found us. Because this, Andy, is where we are. And Jen whispers and goes, Ignore her. And she goes, So where's Jack? And Andy says, He's avoiding me. Am I too controlling? And then Jen and Joey both say yes at the same time. And Andy says, Thanks for the vote of confidence. Which, again, I love these three. I wish I wish Andy stayed more because I simply love the fact that they are there in this little group. Like, this is the best group. And Joey, and Joey says, Andy, it's not a judgment. Some people like their salad dressing on the salad. And some people like it on the side. <laughs> what? I was like, I, I remember the first time I watched this and I had to rewind back and forth. I'm like, what in the world? And Anna goes, okay. <laughs> and Jen just looks like she's about to laugh. And she says, well, you know, it's just, I want everyone to know that able to live up to a hair and his potential. And Joey says, well, I have great potential as a waitress. And Jen says, that's great, Joey. What do you say we get out there, all right? I got someone I owe an apology to. And Joey says, no, 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 stay here. Before everyone leaves the spot, we have a very important question to us. Where do we see ourselves in five years? And not the version you that you answer to your college advisor. Come on. And Jen says, all right, um, I plan to start studying, starting working on my master's students. Are men necessary? And all of them laugh. And Annie says, and I guess I'll be a PR because... I mean, we're really good at life painting in face of disaster. And Jen says, Andy. And Andy says, well, you know, think about it. Okay, you're up. And Joey says, um, you tell me. And Jen says, all right. All right, that's easy one. Um, you have to graduate from a ridiculous expensive Ivy League school, move to New York, where you take a funky, slow art job, art gallery, where you start studying on Saturdays less than a year tuition. And Joey's laughed and she goes, by New York. And Jen says, because New York is finishing for the science like us. And Joey says, I'm not a science. And Jen says, okay, you're not exactly sunshine personality, Joey. And I like how Jen's right about this. Like, generally, she's actually kind of right about this. And Joey said, like, Joey laughs and Andy says, okay, guys, come on. And Joey says, right here, right now, let's make a deal. In five years, we'll get back to each other, and we'll see our predictions actually come true. And all of them say, deal. And I personally wish, I wish that they made this deal. 
because that would have been really cute. That should have been like the last episode where they didn't make it. And so they all say Dia and they all say, they all start to leave and Shan says, okay, shall we? And Joey says, we shall. And as they're walking away, Joey goes, oh wait, you guys, are, how are we gonna remember the date? It's not really Chen's birthday. And Chen says, I'll remember it. And Joey says, you promise? Which is kind of funny. It's just a really funny part of this episode where she's like, drunk Joey. So then we have scene five of Sober Casey and Drunk Joey, where they're at the poker table and Drew and Pacey, a woman and several other players are playing and the woman begins to take off her top before, but because she loses the hand, when Joey comes up to them and Drew goes, excellent, I love this girl, it's like she's trying to lose. And Joey said, strip poker? I leave you for two seconds, you end up playing strip poker? And Pacey says, ordinarily this was just poker poker until I started kicking his ass. Then your neighborly friend co-worker decides to change the socks on me, but I'm finished now. We can leave. And Joey says, why leave? <laughs> There's a half-naked chick in the room. Joey's a jealous Joey. <laughs> and Pacey says, it's just a game. Up until now, no one's taken anything other than socks. And Joey says, so it's just all clean fun. And Pacey says, yeah, just clean. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just clean, good, clean, American guy fun. And Joey says, deal me in. And she sits down and she like sits down like backwards in the chair. And I love Pacey's reaction because he goes, excuse me? And Joey says, you heard me. Now what does the chick have to take in order to play this game? And Pacey goes, okay, that's enough. And he claps and he goes, it's time for us to leave. Because you see, you're drunk, you're borderline on disorderly, and you're definitely insane. So get up. Let's go, shall we? And he like goes finished because she's like takes a sip of her drink and she goes. It's so funny. And then she like he goes stand up, let's go. And Joey goes, you want me to stand up? And Pacey goes, yes, I'd like you to stand up now. And Joey says, and why would I do that? And Pacey says, because you were forcing me to be the ultimate guy maneuver. And Pacey like puts her over her, her his shoulders, and then she's like basically freaking out. And she's like, Pacey, you gotta put me down, put me down now. I'm fine. And Pacey goes, Shh, Pacey goes, I'm fine. And then we see Dawson like watching them too. So then we have the last scene of sober po Pacey and drunk Joey, and this is one of the best conversations in this episode. So they're outside and the Potter B&B and Pacey has just driven Joey home and is getting her out of the car and Pacey says, all right, you. And Joey says, I can't walk. And <laughs> Pacey just gives her a look and, and Pacey says, before I had to drag, drag you kicking and screaming, but now you want to be carried? No. And Joey says, it's a woman's prerogative to change her mind. And Pacey says, uh. But tonight you're one of the guys, remember? A guy's fault. So come on, number four. Out you go, watch your head. And Joey says, uh, I don't feel so good. And Pacey says, well, guess what? You're, not gonna, you're gonna feel even worse tomorrow morning. And you still won't be any closer to an Ivy League institution of your choice. And Pacey, Joey says, Pacey, I've been doing some thinking. 
Hello, Joey. She's just so funny to me. And Paisley says, yeah, drunk, drunk thinking. And Joey says, maybe, maybe that's not what I want. Maybe I should stay here, you know? I mean, I mean, look, it's beautiful here. And I could just, and Paisley says, just what? Stay here and work as a waitress all your life? Come on. I mean, forgive me if you're losing me here, Joe, but to be perfectly honest, you haven't made a single bit of sense all night, even before you were drunk. And Joey says, I want to be with you, Pacey. I want to be with you. And Pacey says, and says, hon, if you want to be with me, then stay here would be a stupid idea, considering I don't, I don't plan to be here. I plan to be wherever you are. And Joey goes, really? And Pacey says, yes, really. Not that you deserve such a thing right now. And Joey says, I know, I know, it was a very stupid thing to get drunk. And Paisley says, yes, it was. I mean, let's face it, Joe. You are destined for a category and your boyfriend is circling a dream, which is a problem. In fact, it's a really big problem, but you couldn't possibly have thought you could could glorify it. Academic glorified and okay. solve all your problems in one night with alcohol of all things. Because I feel like he says that because of his dad. And Joey says, so. And because he goes, oh. And Joey says, no. And Pacey says, no. Because alcohol, you know, it has the effect on problems. It never gets solved ever. And I would hate to think I fell in love with a moron. And Joey goes, so you're in love with me, huh? And Pacey goes, well, currently, no. Right now, you're just some crazy girl. I gotta get drunk without waking up paying customers at her sister B&B. But generally speaking, yes. And Joey goes, may I kiss you right now? And Pacey goes, yes, please. And they kiss. And she's like kind of spinning him back and forth. <laughs> and she goes, but I'm still not caring you. And Joey whispers and like gives him the eye and goes, Please. And Pacey says, nope. You can give me the eyes. It's just not going to work. And he goes, oh, come on. Honestly, you don't. And then he, she kisses him again. He goes, oh, Joe, I feel like I just fell off the tulip truck. You don't think I'm going to fall for this. Joe, and he goes, halfway there, I swear. I'm not kidding. My back is killing me here. Well, I guess since you're out. And then that's when it ends. But, okay, so honestly, with this scene, I think it's one of those scenes where Bessie said it earlier. Like, his dreams are going to be your dream. Like, your dreams are going to be his dreams, and you'll slowly realize that. And whether the fact that Joey even, like, remembers this or not, it's kind of like a parallel for what's going to happen in season five, which we will see. And, like, what? Three, two, one, I don't know. Like, 20 episodes from now? um 19 episodes from now we'll see that happening and wherever pacey goes she always follows like or i'm sorry wherever joey goes pacey always follows joey in a sense and i feel like this episode like joey was so nervous about where she was gonna go and how people were gonna view her and all this kind of stuff but at the end of the day this episode was really revolving around how pacey was always gonna be there for joey and even Bessie knew that. Like, Bessie knew that, like, how, like, you just need to talk about it because those are your hopes and those are your dreams. And if he loves you enough, like, those are going to be his hopes and dreams, too. And it was. At the end of the day, like, he's helping her. He's loving on her. And he does the exact same thing that he did in season one where he took care of her while she was drunk. And I think, like, 
uh, coming from a broken family, like he and her coming from a broken family, I think Basie wanted Joey to know that wherever she went, he was going to follow her. And it was one of those things where he wanted her to know that. And yeah, I feel like Pacey is one of those, like we've seen Pacey, especially in this season right now, like for the past three episodes, Pacey has been that person who does not talk about his feelings. But Joey also is that person too. And I feel like Junk Joey just had to like spark out the real Joey because when you get the real Joey out there, it's one of those things that makes sense why Joey was so nervous to tell Pacey and why she was so out of it when earlier when she was like, okay, let's just go to a party because it's not, that's not the real Joey. And when she was offered alcohol, she took it because she thought that was going to solve her problems. But then Pacey came in and swooped her off her feet and just reminded her that's not how it was going to happen. And I love how he takes care of Joey and I think Dawson saw that in a sense, but I think like here Dawson was watching him do that and I feel like considering what happened last episode, we needed Pacey to do that to realize that Pacey was always going to take care of Joey in a sense that I don't really think that Dawson, have, Dawson could ever could because I don't think Dawson could just pick up Joey like the way that Pacey did. So... If you like this podcast, please make sure to come back on Friday, Saturday, and Sundays. Make sure to review this podcast, go to five stars, leave a kind review, and make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, That's Jaycee's Creek Podcast, and leave your thoughts down below. You can put a thumbs up if you like, but please leave your thoughts down below, whatever you're thinking about this episode or a past episode, or even a future episode that you'd like to me to mention. And lastly, if you have not already, make sure to follow my Instagram, that's Blitter and Potter, my TikTok, that's Pacey and Joey, and again, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Again, I post every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Do all the things. Bye, guys.